America's symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Turn it on and rip the knob off. And welcome back to the Wrestling Memory Grenade, now at episode 117. As we finish out the month of February here in 1988 in the World Wrestling Federation this week, going to take a look at a couple more weeks of TV. And here to bring you all of that is me, the host of the show, Ray Russell. As last week here on the Grenade, WWF President Jack Tunney announced that the WWF Championship is now vacant, taking the title from the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase and putting it up in a 14-man single elimination tournament upcoming at WrestleMania 4, just a month away. And we're going to talk about WrestleMania 4 a whole bunch more here this week, as you might imagine. But first, just a friendly reminder that you guys can listen to the Wrestling Memory Grenade and our sister shows, like the Regional Wrestling Podcast, where we talk the territories, right now covering three projects on Regional Wrestling. It's Memphis 85, the UWF in 86, and Georgia 1981. You also want to listen to the Wrestling Stoop with the legend himself, Bob Roop. Former Olympian, former pro wrestler Bob Roop goes back in time and talks about his 20 years in the wrestling business, both in the ring as well as working behind the scenes. You can also listen to the upcoming podcast, the Puro Wrestling Academy, with the professor of Puro Resu himself, Mr. Dan Janetti, coming very soon. And hey guys, why don't you give it a try talking about that Memphis Continental Wrestling cast. Hosted by Luke Jennings, it is the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast. And you can listen to all of those shows and more, all part of the WrestleCopia podcast network located over at WrestleCopia.com. That's WrestleCopia.com and anywhere your podcast streaming needs are met. From Apple to Spotify, Google and beyond. And from there, make sure you stop over to my social media, guys, for all the latest goings on here at the WrestleCopia podcast network. Plus. I'm constantly adding old school video clips and pictures from throughout wrestling history. And you can follow me right now on social media by heading over to X, formerly Twitter. And you can find me there at Wrestling Grenade. That's at R-A-S-S-L-I and Grenade. Also, follow and like me, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And hey, while you're at it, why not stop over and subscribe to my YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And of course, now would be a fantabulous time. To become a WrestleCopia patron, you can find me over there at patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. That address again, patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. And if you don't know by now, I'm talking about that $5 all-access tier. Gets you so many gifts, an insane amount of gifts for just 5 bucks, including all of my insanely detailed book-like show notes, pages and pages of show notes for every episode of The Grenade, Regional Wrestling, and the Monday Warfare Podcast. You'll also get early access to many of the podcasts here on WrestleCopia, where you can listen days and sometimes as much as a week earlier than the rest of the listeners. Plus, remastered versions of the earliest episodes of The Grenade Show covering the 1989 NWA Project. Includes enhanced sound quality, plus new content and conversation never heard before. But that's still not all. You also get 
digital downloads for your viewing and reading pleasure, random bonus video drops, and of course, the Patreon-exclusive Watch Along series, covering many past WWF and WCW events. And hey guys, videocasts are on the way. You guys can watch along with us on the WrestleCopia brand videocast as we go back in time and watch random wrestling events from both the United States, Japan, and beyond. Nothing safe from being reviewed. In fact, spoiler alert, guys, me and Gene Jackson are going to go back and cover Grunt, the wrestling movie, and you guys can watch along with us as we have some fun there. And you get all of that for the low, low price of just $5. No subscription, cancel any time. Give it a try for a month. I think you'll like the content that I offer, and every penny of it goes right back here into keeping the WrestleCopia podcast number and all of the great shows here up and running for the months and the years to come. And all right, guys, time to jump back into things. Heading back to the month of February here in 1988. My God, can you believe we're already getting ready to close out the second month of 1988? Feels like time is flying by here in the new project as uh, we continue on this week. And it all kicks off with the WWF Superstars of Wrestling for February 20th, 1988. Right, and here we are, February the 20th, Superstars of Wrestling, taped back January 26th, Hershey, Pennsylvania, Hershey Park Arena. It's Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bruno San Martino on commentary as we finish up these set of TV tapings. Going to prepare for some new ones next week. But we head to the ring now. Oh, here we go. Feature match time right out of the gate. Bam Bam Bigelow with Sir Oliver Humperdink in his corner. He's taking on Sika, the Wild Samoan. And right away, we get an insert promo from the one-man gang and the Doctor of Style Slick, as they state that the one-man gang will end the Bammer's career in the first round of WrestleMania 4. Well, I don't know about ending his career, but his WWF career, well, we'll get to that in the weeks to come. As we continue on, I notice Sika, well, there's no Mr. Fuji. So you're telling me their last outing together was that mustard deal at Saturday night's main event? Well, clearly Sika, no fan of mustard. As it looks like Fuji has abandoned the Samoan warrior here to focus more on his tag team of demolition. But the Samoan going to attack Bammer with some type of uh, crop, some kind of weird mini cane or a stick of some sort, beating down on Bigelow before the matchup. Certainly a foreign object as he hammers away and doesn't get disqualified for it. But Bigelow comes battling back in a big clothesline, followed by a sloppy, sloppy slingshot splash. Sika's simply too close to the ropes, but Bigelow does land on top, and he makes the cover, getting the one, two, three. Wow. Match goes one minute and 28 seconds. So this match clearly used to push the upcoming Gang Bigelow feud, as well as their first round match in the WrestleMania 4 tournament, as beating someone the caliber of Sika, and in quick fashion, is a step up as it readies Bigelow for that championship gold opportunity that he has coming his way. Still keeping Bam Bam matches short, though, I noticed here. A minute and a half against Sika. This could have been a little bit more. We've seen it in the Boston Garden and places like that in the past. This is certainly the shortest of them all. Sika, no more manager, doing jobs in 90 seconds here on TV. Whatever push he did have has come to a complete close here in the new year. As we go off now to update, and Craig to George, as he goes back in time to recap 
last week's announcement Jack Tunney vacating the WWF title. And thus, for the first time in World Wrestling Federation history, we do not have a heavyweight champion. The title, in effect, is in limbo. And Mr. Tunney has set up a tournament on Sunday, March the 27th at 4 p.m. Eastern in WrestleMania 4. 14 wrestlers will compete, and one, just one, will come out as heavyweight champion. President Tunney also stated that the last two champions, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, justifiably have drawn first-round buys. And that sets up epic meeting number three in WrestleMania 4, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant for the right to move to round three. In the upper bracket, Jake the Snake Roberts against Ravishing Rick Rude, The Rock against Dino Bravo. Middle bracket, Ricky Steboat against Greg Valentine. Savage and Reed will meet. Bam Bam, one-man gang, and Duggan against DiBiase. Among the possibilities here, we could have a WrestleMania three rematch in the middle bracket between Ricky the Dragon Steboat and Randy Savage. Also, semifinal possibility, the natural Butch Reed and the one-man gang. And that certainly could divide their manager, the Slickster. What we have here is a first, an elimination tournament that is not only fair and just, but one that is excitement personified. A four-round championship with endless possibilities, and in the end, one undisputed World Wrestling Federation champion. The happening at WrestleMania 4 on Sunday, March the 27th at 4 p.m. Eastern from the Trump Plaza Casino and Hotel in Atlantic City. More on this and other WrestleMania news in the coming weeks. I'm Craig DeGeorge. Announcing the tournament at WrestleMania 4. And you guys are going to hear a whole lot more about that in the weeks to come, I can assure you, as we head back to the ring for the Islanders in tag team competition. Haku and Tama with Bobby Heenan in their corner, taking on the duo of Rick Hunter and Omar Atlas, a couple of grizzled vets there, as we can insert promos straight away from Bobby Heenan, promising us a big surprise involving himself and the Islanders in the upcoming WrestleMania 4 report. Just you wait, humanoids. Now at ringside during this match, the brain still toting that invisible dog leash as Dave Hebner referees this match. Vince assures us it is indeed Dave, and we will only see one Hebner on TV moving forward. As the Islanders just dominate here in this matchup, Rick Hunter runs right into a Haku thrust kick, and down he goes. Then it's the backbreaker from Haku, leading to the top rope splash from Tama, going to give the Islanders the win. Four minutes and 59 seconds, a little bit lengthy for a squash match, but they had to make up for that time lost in that Sika Bigelow match, which went fairly short. As we go off now to Mean Gene Oakland standing by with one of the many men involved in the upcoming tournament, here is Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, can you believe the buzz on WrestleMania 4? Sunday afternoon, March 27th, 4 p.m. Eastern start from Atlantic City, New Jersey in the Trump Plaza. Jake the Snake Roberts, I don't recall ever seeing anything quite so interesting. But then the pot at the end of the rainbow is loaded with gold. I'm talking about the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. It could be yours. A lot of tough competition in this first round. Your opponent will be none other than Ravishing Rick Rude. The fact that I'm even in this tournament, that fact alone is enough to keep most men alive. I mean, right there's that one thing, man. You are in the chance of a lifetime to step into the shoes of the biggest man that's ever stood in this sport. Hulk Hogan, the World Wrestling Federation champion. You could be that. You have the opportunity to be that. You know something I've always said? 
The only thing difference between a winner and a loser is the attitude. The attitude of the man that steps into that ring. I mean, it's easy to sit back in the back and say, I can handle the situation. I'm going to go out and win this thing. But once you step into that ring and somebody slaps you once or twice, or you get a good shot to the ribs, man, it takes the air out of you. Now your attitude's going to change. My attitude has always been the same ever since I stepped into the World Wrestling Federation. Rick Root is a phenomenal athlete. That's my first round choice. And I'm glad to be in there. The man has a great body, but I'm telling you this. What's if that? I was a praying man, my prayers would have been answered. Well, if you get by Rick Rude in your bracket, one man gang facing Bam Bam Bigelow, you'd have to go against the winner of that one. The fact that I'm here is enough, man. I've got the attitude to win. And with the DDT, you tell me how can I lose. Now, Jake Roberts, he has Rick Rude in the first round there, supposedly facing ganger Bigelow in the next bracket. Now, if you go and look at the brackets stated in the uh, update that we just talked about with Craig DeGeorge, you'll see that they still have Rude and Snake up there with Hogan and Andre. But here in this promo, it sounds like everything's already getting flip-flopped. We'll have to wait and see when that actually is announced. The brackets changed without actually acknowledging it because why would we do that, pal? As we head back to the ring for more action, Dino Bravo, Frenchie Martin in his corner, taking on David Studemeyer as Frenchie on the house mic before the matchup speaking French. As then from there, we get an insert promo from Dino Bravo, who also speaks completely in French here. So I have no idea why they thought this was going to get somebody over, even for heel heat. Are we supposed to hate foreign languages so much that it makes someone an instant heat magnet? I'm afraid you're a little out of touch, pal. Nevertheless, the action begins. Dino Bravo going to dominate this one, landing a pile driver before ending it with his patented side suplex. Going to give Dino the win here, 1 minute and 48 seconds over Studemeyer. But the action continues on as the Junkyard Dog makes his way out to ringside to take on Ken Johnson. And it's just a few headbutts and clotheslines away from the Thump Power Slam. Going to give the dog the win in just 1 minute and 1 second. It's the crowd just kind of there now for the JYD. And sadly, that's the reality of where we're at with the dog. But a very quick win as they keep the dog out there on TV. Just a minute there to put away Ken Johnson. As we're off now to more promo time, it's Mean Gene Oakland standing by. Ooh, here's a good one. Standing by with Andre the Giant. And eventually, I think we'll even hear from the Million Dollar Man. All right, we all saw what happened on the main event recently. Now let's get ready for WrestleMania 4 in Atlantic City. Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, Sunday afternoon, March the 27th, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time start. First round in the elimination for the World Wrestling Federation's heavyweight title. Obviously, Hulk Hogan and this man, Andre the Giant, have drawn buys of the first round. But, Andre, you're going to meet Hulk in round number you two. You've got it all. Yeah, that's in round number two. But, Jack Tunney... If you remember last year, I beat Hulk Hogan in two minutes. In November 26, Thanksgiving, I win the Survivor Series. And not part-time in Indianapolis. I win the championship match again. That's three times, Jack Tony. And I give the bell to Ted DiBiase because that's what I want to do. I do anything I want with that bell. But Jack Tony, I think you're full of BS. You know, Andre the Giant. Jack Tunney. Name, you better stay in Canada and stay in there for good. You got no business to do in the USA. I always said, Andre, you had a million... No business. 
This guy is the champion. Why did you come with a tournament for? Ted DiBiase. I win the tournament. I'm not going to win it. I'm going to give that to that. It is incredible. Black. It is incredible, the amount of bureaucracy in the World Wrestling Federation. You know, when you're a man like me, with the money that I have, you intimidate so many people, and when you intimidate people, then they're out to get you. And the World Wrestling Federation is out to get me. That belt belongs right here. It's fun. You're going to get it. I said it can be done. I proved it can be done. So the eighth wonder of the world, Andre, not sweating Hulk Hogan. He beat him at Survivor Series, I guess. And he beat him at the main event, and he can do it again at WrestleMania 4. As Teddy Biasi says, the WWF is out to get him, but he will prove to be the real WWF champion. Come the pay-per-view, they will figure out a way to get the belt back around the waist of the million-dollar man. Well, I don't doubt that, Ted. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. As we go on, we see a list of WrestleMania 4 closed-circuit locations. So if you guys don't have pay-per-view, be sure to find one near you. As we head back to the ring now for Bad News Brown back in action this week, taking on Phil Newkirk. His bad news attacks during the Fink's introduction. Newkirk still left in his jacket, taking a beat down here. On commentary, Jesse Ventura referring to Brown as a product of his environment, growing up in the mean streets of Harlem. Now, naturally, of course, Vince has to defend Harlem. He interjects here with his version of Harlem, one of the most beautiful sections of New York. Wide streets. It's hilly. Vince McMahon calls Harlem hilly. That's how he sells it here. Of course, his father, Vincent James McMahon, was born in Harlem. As Jesse Ventura replies, Next thing you're going to say is he was a globetrotter. Meanwhile, there is action in the ring. Is Bad News Brown going to take control and never relent as he delivers the yet-to-be-named Ghetto Blaster? Scoring the win here in 3 minutes and 19 seconds. Not quite immediately over here with the fans is Bad News Brown, but a character like that, I could see that taking a little bit of time, but he'll get a boost here very shortly as part of WrestleMania 4. As we continue on up next, Craig DeGeorge up on the platform for a special interview with Bobby the Brain Heenan and Ravishing Rick Rude. As Craig brings up the other Heenan family members being at ringside for some of Rick Rude's recent matches. Remember the one with Ricky Steamboat just a week or two ago? Well, Rude claims it's simply to hold off all the ladies from attacking him during his matchup. Then Bobby going to take over on the promo here while Rick Rude removes his robe and poses for the fans, swiveling his hips, which I got to tell you, for the time, a very different type of character. As Bobby Heenan proclaims Rick Rude the next WWF champion at WrestleMania 4. And speaking of WrestleMania 4, off we go to our very first ever WrestleMania 4 report. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first WrestleMania report. Our countdown is now down to six weeks to the happening at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. The date, of course, Sunday, March 27th, 4 p.m. Eastern. Now, in addition to the championship elimination tournament detailed earlier, two other matches have just been officially signed. First, in a six-man tag, donning the tights for the first time in over a year, manager Bobby Heenan. The Brain will team up with his Islanders in a match against the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware. The six-man matchup will also feature a return to ringside for the British Bulldogs mascot, Matilda. Stolen two months ago from the squared circle by Heenan's Islanders, this no doubt will be an inspiration for Coco and the Bulldogs. And apparently all of you get well letters have lifted the spirits of their team 
and the big leader. And the target date has been set for WrestleMania 4, Matilda's return in grand fashion. Here's more in the matchup. You know, everybody's talking about the big six-man tag match. The British Bulldogs and Coco Beware. His mother's first name is Tupper. Matilda <laughs> Tupper. And Matilda's going to be in the corner. I guess myself, you know, Matilda, that oh. miserable flea-infested worm-infested mutt. Well, it's going to be a dog day afternoon for you three gentlemen <laughs> and that mutt. And I got a friend of mine, good friend of mine. He's a taxidermist. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might all be on a plaque someplace. See, when that miserable mutt sees myself and the Islanders, whoa, whoa. she's not going to be growling. She's not going to be barking. She's going to be running so fast, the little paws on her pads are going to be smoking. You're going to see that little tail curled and going the other way south. And I'll tell you one thing. It's over for you guys. Bow Wow City. Bow Matilda. No teeth, Matilda. All right, and the smiles and promises and warnings are coming from both sides in this matchup. Yeah. Our second major piece of news involves the just inked WrestleMania 4 match for the Intercontinental title. Reigning champ, the Honky Tonk Man, of course, will defend against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And Honky Tonk sounds as cocky as ever about this one. Put us a barber beefcake. You tried to chop my head off with those big old head scissors. Well, let me tell you something. We're going to ban those scissors. You're not going to touch one hair on this man's head. WrestleMania 4, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Randy Macho Man Savage couldn't do it. The list goes on and on of the people that couldn't do it. I'm the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time. I can't be beat. I won't be beat. And I will not. I will not have a little bit off the sides. Maybe some off the back. A little bit off the top. Nope. No, sir. It's going to be Ban the Barber. The scissors won't be there. It's Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Honky Tonk Man, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, WrestleMania 4. You think you don't give me a haircut? You think you're going to dethrone the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time? You think you're going to humiliate me, big boy? Well, you're not going to do it. Uh-uh. Nobody beats the Honky Tonk Man because I am the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time. I'll prove it. WrestleMania 4 at the Trump yes. Center, the Honky Tonk Man, Atlantic City, New Jersey. The whole world will see it, Brutus. You're going down. Okay, and in pure WrestleMania tradition, the celebrities will again be turning out at the Trump Plaza. For one, the guest ring announcer, none other than Mr. Baseball himself, Bob Euchre. And we asked Ukes for some WrestleMania thoughts. Hi, everybody. Bob Euchre here inviting you to join me in Atlantic City for WrestleMania 4. I can't wait to get to the crap tables with the million-dollar man and watch him roll anybody he wants. <laughs> for the best seat in the house, yes, right in the front row. And for all the latest, we'll keep you informed right here on our WrestleMania 4 report. More next week. For now, I'm Craig DeGeorge. So a nice little rundown here. Our very first WrestleMania report of 1988. Craig DeGeorge mentioning the tournament before announcing two brand new matches added to the show as if the tournament wasn't enough. First, six-man tag team action. Bobby the Brain Heenan 
stepping into the ring for the first time in over a year as he teams with his Islanders to take on the trio of the Birdman Coco Beware and the British Bulldogs. And the biggest story here, it's the return of Matilda, guys. Matilda the Bulldog will return at WrestleMania 4. Fun promos there pretty quickly. Of course, Bobby Heenan dropping that famous line. Coco's mother's first name was Tupper. Tupperware, get it, guys? Does Tupperware still exist? I don't know. We move on. Also, Intercontinental Champion Honky Tonk Man, still the IC champ, thanks to politics, putting that title on the line at WrestleMania against the Barber, Brutus Beefcake. Honky says he can't be beat. The Barber won't get a lock of that pretty jet black hair. And perhaps one of the biggest announcements of all, the Uke. Bob Uecker returning to WrestleMania. First Matilda and now the Uke. Can you beat that duo? Bob Uecker returning to WrestleMania for the second year in a row. I said it as part of that WrestleMania 3 definitive edition a year ago, guys, and I'll say it again now. Bob Uecker, by far, not only my favorite celebrity to attend a WrestleMania event, but probably the one that got it the most. He got it, and he was able to do a little bit of everything. And what they gave him last year at WrestleMania 3, they'll expand on that here in WrestleMania 4, and I, for one, am looking forward to it. Who can forget that epic interview with Andre the Giant upcoming at WrestleMania, but Bob Uecker headed back to the WWF. And we're going to see promos from the Uke over the next several weeks here on TV. So I am pumped for that one. As we head back to the ring, oh, another feature matchup. Let's see if this one goes longer than 90 seconds, guys. It's the ultimate warrior taking on the King Harley race. So we saw warrior and Hercules. They were supposed to wrestle just a couple weeks ago. Of course, we know what happened there with the snapping of the chain, but this week, it's another member of the Heenan family in the King Harley race. Wouldn't you know it, Bobby Heenan is indeed at ringside for this matchup. As the Warrior gets to ringside up on the apron, we get the super rope shake. Now, he's shaking the ropes before here in the last few months in the company, but this is the first super rope shake, I'm going to call it, because he rocks the shit out of those things. As Warrior hits the ring, Harley Race going to jump UW before the bell, leading to an immediate pile driver right out of the gate. And Harley going to land a well-placed elbow drop across the sternum as well. But the King fails to make a cover. Well, that could come back to haunt you, Harley. As the Warrior comes fighting back, slicing into race with nasty chops. And Harley taking a bump over the top rope and out onto the floor. As the Warrior going to take the fight out to the floor just briefly before heading back inside. And more chops plenty from the Warrior here, dropping the King down to the mat with a big clothesline. And the warrior man then going to play to the crowd, play to his warriors. But look out, UW, it's Hercules to the rescue. Herc hitting the ring, blasting the ultimate one from behind, nailing him with his chain. Down goes the warrior, causing an immediate disqualification. Match goes one minute and 36 seconds. But post-match, Hercules beating the warrior with the chain, wrapping it again around his throat this week, trying to choke warrior out. But the ultimate one fights his way up, grabs hold of the chain, and yanks it, jerking Hercules across the ring for a flip bump across the mat, showing off the power there as the warrior once again gains control of the chain, swinging it around recklessly. Imagine that as Hercules and Harley Race wisely bail. So Hercules' attempt to take out the warrior a couple weeks ago didn't work out exactly as he had planned. This week, it was a two-on-one, but once again, UW taking out Two Heenan family members this time, the King Harley Race and Hercules, heading for higher ground as the warrior gets hold of that deadly steel chain. As we continue on now, one more promo here on Superstars this week. Mean Gene Oakland standing by with Bam Bam Bigelow and his manager, Oliver Humperdinck. 
The excitement. You can feel it already in the air as we lead up to WrestleMania 4 from Atlantic City at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. Sunday afternoon, March the 27th. We've got a 4 p.m. start. And one way or another, you'll want to be part of WrestleMania 4. I've seen a lot of spectaculars, but never anything quite like this. As you know, there's going to be a tournament for the World Wrestling Federation's Heavyweight Championship. That title right now is being held up by President Jack Tunney. Oliver Humperdinck, come on in. There's going to be a tournament, an elimination tournament for the heavyweight title. I think if one man happens to train properly for this, a little luck perhaps, he could indeed be the World Wrestling Federation's heavyweight champ. Now, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan have drawn buys in the first round, justifiably so. But your big man, Bam Bam Bigelow, has got a tremendous opening belt in this tournament. If he gets by this one, who knows, he could go all the way. That's exactly right. WrestleMania for the biggest event ever in professional wrestling. I'm happy to be a part of it. Bam Bam Bigelow is happy to be a part Ooh, of it. Yes. And what's at the end of the road, Mean Gene, is the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. A goal of every wrestler here today is to one time put your name on that belt and say, I held that belt. I held that prestigious title. And what's standing in our way from right now and our objective of getting that title is the big one-man gang, the first-round draw. It's not a good draw. No, I'm not happy about the it. The only thing I can, I can think of in a positive matter, if he can get by this match, Bam Bam get by the one-man gang, that it could be clear sailing at least for a while, yeah. Bam Bam. Well, we all know that the gang's big, and he's tough, and he's my first. And he ain't gonna be my last. All right, a positive attitude. WrestleMania four, brother. And it's gonna happen in his old backyard, Bam Bam Bigelow from Asbury Park, New Jersey. We're gonna be in Atlantic City on March 27th. So the Bammer has the gang in the very first round of the tournament, and he will be the first to go down to Bigelow, but he won't be the last. Bam Bam Bigelow got his eyes set on that WWF title. Again, I'll say it, what could have been. And that's going to wrap up this week's Superstars. New matches for WrestleMania are announced. Everyone involved in the tournament focused, it would seem. But that leaves a lot of filler in between, as there's not a ton of big stories leading into WrestleMania. With 14 guys involved in the tournament, not a lot of big angles going on outside of that. Which does enable the Warrior Hercules story a little more time to shine. As we move on now to Wrestling Challenge, February 21st, 1988. And away we go, Wrestling Challenge, February 21st, tape back January 27th, Salisbury, Maryland at the Wacomico Youth and Civic Center. And another unique Mean Gene intro here this week, with Gorilla Monsoon gone, remember he wasn't there in Maryland, Gorilla out with that mild heart attack, so Gene cutting an intro here from the stage once again this week, and while Gorilla was out with a heart attack while this was going down, we do get Monsoon here in the post-production commentary for the show. And again, no green screen here yet in the WWF, which means they can't work Monsoon into the quote-unquote live arena. But rest assured, Gorilla Monsoon here for the commentary, alongside Bobby the Brain Heenan. As we head off to the ring, February sweeps, guys. Another feature matchup this week, 
Axe and Smash of Demolition, Mr. Fuji in their corner, taking on Jumping Jim Brunzel and B. Brian Blair, the Killer Bees. And right away, we get an insert promo here from the Demos, warning the Bees that they have destroyed everyone else in their way, and that will continue here today on Wrestling Challenge. And then, of course, Axe and Smash warning the current tag team champion, Strike Force. They're coming for their titles. Sounds like the champs have been put on notice here as the action gets going. Axe and Brian Blair are going to start things off. Axe with the double axe blows. Imagine that pounding Blair down to the mat. But then the two trading on the offense. The Bees making some quick tags and they stay fresh while working over the arm of Demolition Axe. Then finally it's Smash in as he backs Jim Brunzel into the corner, but he's forced to take a break, giving Jim just enough time to climb up to the middle rope and hop off with a big standing elbow, taking Smash down as the Bee is going to stay on Smash briefly before Blair locking in a sleeper hold. But after he releases, Blair looking to run the ropes, but runs right into a knee from Axe on the outside on the apron, and down goes Brian Blair, as the demolition will indeed take over on offense. Eventually, though, it's Brian Blair fighting back, busting out a, a flying forearm out of nowhere on Smash, both men down on the mat, but it's hot tag time. It's jumping Jim Brunzel tags in, Brunzy comes in a house of fire, taking it to both demos before it's the Jim Brunzel dropkick on Demolition Smash, but it leads to a four-way melee as the referee going to back Brian Blair to his corner, Brunzel with a reverse rolling cradle on Demolition Smash, but Mr. Fuji handing his cane off to Axe, who blasts Brunzel right in the throat. And down goes Jumping Jim as Smash rolls over to make the cover, and Demolition will steal the win, four minutes and 30 seconds. So, Demolition, they get a pinfall victory on TV over another competent team. Did they cheat? Sure, but they got a pinfall on TV, which was rare for this type of a match. Clearly, the demos being groomed to be the team to beat in the WWF. Strike Force beware. As we head off now to a special report, Craig did George again the recap of Jack Tunney vacating the title WrestleMania for the tournament. So it's time to head back to the ring for more JYD action this weekend. It's Junkyard Dog taking on Steve Lombardi. As Lombardi gets cued here to start things off, and Gorilla Monsoon gives us the old obligatory Terry Garvin School of Self-Defense joke here. For Lombardi, as we get going, the Junkyard Dog not having any of it, taking Lombardi down, landing some headbutts. Now Steve, he comes fighting back, lays in a few shots, but it's the dog in control, and the thump power slam going to end this one two minutes and 12 seconds. And then it's more action from there. Dino Bravo on his way out with Frenchie Martin taking on Phil Newkirk as we get the usual French on the mic here from Frenchie. No response from the fans. We also get an insert promo here from the Rock, Don Morocco, who is gunning for Dino Bravo in the first round of WrestleMania. Meanwhile, in the ring, Bravo going to land another pile driver, followed by his patented side suplex. Going to get him the win one minute and 23 seconds as the music begins to play before Bravo even gets the three. Clearly, it was all over there. Dino Bravo picking up another one for Canada's strongest athlete. As we head off now to Mean Gene Oakland standing by with another promo from Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, can you believe the buzz on WrestleMania 4? Sunday afternoon, March 27th, 4 p.m. Eastern start from Atlantic City, New Jersey in the Trump Plaza. Jake the Snake Roberts, I don't recall ever seeing anything quite so interesting. 
But then the pot at the end of the rainbow is loaded with gold. I'm talking about the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. It could be yours. A lot of tough competition in this first round. Your opponent will be none other than Ravishing Rick Rude. The fact that I'm even in this tournament, that fact alone is enough to keep most men alive. I mean, right there, that one thing, man. You are in the chance of a lifetime to step into the shoes of the biggest man that's ever stood in this sport. Hulk Hogan, the World Wrestling Federation champion. You could be that. You have the opportunity to be that. You know something I've always said? The only thing difference between a winner and a loser is the attitude. The attitude of the man that steps into that ring. I mean, it's easy to sit back in the back and say, I can handle the situation. I'm going to go out and win this thing. But once you step into that ring and somebody slaps you once or twice, or you get a good shot to the ribs, man, it takes the air out of you. Now your attitude's going to change. My attitude has always been the same ever since I stepped into the World Wrestling Federation. Rick Root is a phenomenal athlete. That's my first round choice. And I'm glad to be in there. The man has a great body, but I'm telling you this. What's if that? I was a praying man, my prayers would have been answered. Well, if you get by Rick Rude in your bracket, one-man gang facing Bam Bam Bigelow, you'd have to go against the winner of that one. The fact that I'm here is enough, man. I've got the attitude to win. And with the DDT, you tell me, how can I lose? And Damien, Jake the Snake Roberts beating Ravishing Rick Rude as part of WrestleMania 4. So Jake, one of the many men named a top contender for WrestleMania 4, the title tournament. And just being named a top contender is giving the Snake Man enough drive to give him the focus to become the man here in the WWF. Rick Rude, look out for the DDT. As we roll on, more action now. Ho! Hacksaw Jim Duggan taking on Terry Gibbs. As you get an insert promo from the Million Dollar Man, DiBiase still bitching about the main event ruling, but he's going to have to get over it. As he says, Duggan is the first man in his way to the WWF title. Hacksaw will face the wrath of the Million Dollar Man. Strong words there from the heel DiBiase. Meanwhile, in the ring, Jim Duggan with a big slam on Terry Gibbs, who was climbing to the top rope. Duggan slamming him off, sending him down to the mat. And then it's the three-point stance and clothesline going to give Hacksaw the win. One minute and 56 seconds. And when you think about it, Duggan versus DiBiase here in 1988, one of the biggest matches named for the first round of the tournament. As we continue on, Mean Gene Oakland standing by with, yep, another man who will be part of that history-making tournament. I'm talking about the Macho Man, Randy Savage. All right, we're going to be talking about this in the days and weeks to come as it leads up to WrestleMania 4 at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And I know folks all over the country, all around the world, are going to have an opportunity to see WrestleMania 4 and this exciting, electrifying tournament that will be for the World Wrestling Federation's heavyweight title. First round action does not involve Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. They've received buys. However, they will be meeting in round number two of the elimination tournament. Jake the Snake Roberts in one of the brackets to meet Ravishing Rick Rude along with Bam Bam Bigelow facing the one-man gang in another bracket. Hacksaw Jim Duggan to meet Billion Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Don Morocco to go against Canadian strongman Dino Bravo. Steamboat and Valentine in another bracket as well as the natural Butch Reed facing my guest at this time. What a run he made for the Intercontinental Championship of the World, Macho Man Randy Savage. The greatest athletes of the world all together, yeah, till we 
weed out. Yeah, the men from the boys and the flower from the seeds. That's not the way it's been said before. That's the way I'm saying it now, yeah. You don't need to, uh, yeah, overlook uh, a situation. Like, possibly, maybe all these guys looking for the world title, you can put them under a microscope, just like a diamond, and there's a flaw somewhere, and you go after their weaknesses, yeah. But you don't need a microscope to take a look at you, Ted DiBiase. Yeah, you got some flaws that I can see even with my shades on. I wore them at nighttime. It doesn't matter. Butch Natural Reed, yeah. The superhuman being, the guy with the big guns, yeah. You don't have the only key to the gym. I'll see you at WrestleMania 4. We got a date, yeah. First uh -huh. round action. Well, Savage has the natural Butch Reed in the first round. But he points out, Butch Reed, you have a great-looking body, but you're not the only man with a key to the gym. Uh-huh. The Macho Man, more than ready for his upcoming opponent in the first round, the natural. Butch Reed, as we talk about Slick's men, off we go back to ringside for the one-man gang. Slick in his corner, taking on Wellington Wilkins. Okay, so he's back to Wellington Wilkins now, duly noted. As we get an insert promo here from the Slickster, who talks about the gang being better than Bam Bam Bigelow. Well, he'll have his chance to prove it here in just about a month's time. But here today, it's the gang taking on Wilkins, and the nearly 500-pound beast attacks Wilkins. Total beatdown from there, before it's the Gord Buster, the Master Blaster, if you will. Going to give the gang the win one minute and 54 seconds. As we roll on, we get a replay of the recent Warrior Hercules, the snapping of the chain as they continue to build that feud. And then we're off to the platform. Craig did George standing by with a special interview. Boy, I'll say with the ultimate warrior, the ultimate warrior. And what I, I truly believe to be his very first special interview up here on the platform as the warrior going to stalk around back and forth, posing for the fans, bopping his head all around, raising his fists in the air, beating on his chest. The mannerisms are getting there, guys. The warrior is becoming a complete package as he has words here for the mighty Herc, who he says will pay for his recent attacks. And not a lot here verbiage-wise. This actually, actually, this promo kind of lasted a minute. Just a way to get the warrior character out here on TV. Is, uh, he was showcased. It did showcase his character in his very first promo in front of the fans. From there, we're off to the WrestleMania 4 report. It's the same one we saw from Superstar. So we head back to the ring for the outlaw Ron Bass taking on Van Van Horn. And after avoiding Miss Betsy early on and taking some early shots, Van Horn lands a few shots of his own on the outlaw, but Bass comes right back and commences to mauling poor Van. As we see the big clothesline, a nasty back suplex, Ron Bass busting out an atomic drop before it's the Texas Gourd Buster, if you will, the pedigree without the double underhook attached. Ron Bass going to score the win there, two minutes and 45 seconds. And hey, for some post-match fun, the outlaw going to pull out Miss Betsy and choke out Van Horn to boot. As we come to the conclusion of Wrestling Challenge here this week, we've got one more promo lined up with Mean Gene Oakland standing by with a natural butch treat and his manager, Slick. All right, the main event, yes, it is history. And another date that certainly is going to go down in the history books will be March the 27th, 1988. From Atlantic City, New Jersey, Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, I could only be talking about WrestleMania four. By the way, for those of you who have not heard, Honky Tonk Man, Intercontinental Champion, our flamboyant Intercontinental Champ, to defend against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Big six-man tag. It's going to be the Islanders and their manager, partner, Bobby the Brain Heenan, facing the British Bulldogs in Coco Beware. By the way, great news, Matilda will be back in the corner 
of the Bulldogs and Coco in WrestleMania 4. Come on in, Doctor of Style Slick. You have not one, but two men in this elimination for the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight title. I'm talking about the one-man gang and the natural Butch Reed. That's right, and you know I want to address the fact that the natural is going up against the macho man Randy, Randy Savage. Savage. And I want to point out just one or two things. And that is, number one, macho man, you don't have a prayer against this magnificent Ooh. specimen right here. Ooh, and I'm going to tell you why, brother, Check that you don't out. have a prayer. Because he's got you beat in every way. He has a better body than you do. He's stronger than you do. And he has a better manager than you do. Because that woman that you got at the ring is so stupid, she once got hit by a parked car. Not a prayer, Butch Reed. Let me tell you. Something. I'm not taking nothing against, you know, from the macho man. He's good. He's tough. He's an ex-former intercontinental, intercontinental champion. But let me tell you something. Him dealing with me is like a man pulling up 44 Magnum on an unarmed man. Let me tell you something, macho man. You belong to me in WrestleMania 4. See it like it is. So Slickster doing what he does best, putting over his men, putting over the natural, taking on the macho man and that stupid Elizabeth as they discuss Reed having the better body, which apparently means he's going to win the match. And that's going to conclude Wrestling Challenge this week pretty quick in and out as we move on now to a Monday edition of Primetime Wrestling heading back to February 22nd, 1988. Here we are, Primetime Wrestling, February the 22nd, for those keeping score this week on a Monday, with host Bobby the Brain Heenan, and yes, Gorilla Monsoon is indeed back in the studio, as we go off first to an exclusive matchup from Salisbury, Maryland, at the Wacomico Center, we're going to see Bad News Brown score a win over Outback Jack, match goes about 4 minutes and 27 seconds, Brown going to score that win with the yet-to-be-named Ghetto Blaster, and then post-match, we go off right now to a special exclusive interview, primetime exclusive, with Craig DeGeorge standing by up in the platform with Bad News Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to this relative newcomer to the World Wrestling Federation, a newcomer who is already making headlines, Bad News Brown from Harlem, New York at 270 pounds. Welcome to the World Wrestling Federation, Mr. Brown. Don't welcome me nowhere. Let me tell you beer belly sharecroppers one thing. I come to the WWE for one thing and one thing only, and that is to take care of business. From the lowest rank to the top, Bad News Brown is gonna take care of business. I intend, I intend to slaughter, annihilate, mutilate, and downright assassinate any poor turkey who signs to get into the square circle with me because I take no prisoners and I give no mercy on nobody. I am from the streets of Harlem, and all I know is rats and roaches. And I'm a survivor of that, and I'm a survivor of the ring worlds. So you better tell your grandmother, your three-legged dog, and that ugly goldfish of yours that you saw history in the making. 
That's right, because you was there the night that Bad News Brown stepped into the ring and put the ghetto blaster upside that marshmallow head of that idiot who they had me in there with. Let me tell you one thing. If you got a weak stomach and you can't stand the sight of violence, blood, and guts, I suggest that you get some dark glasses and put some tape on it and then you don't have to see. But if you like it rough and tough and you like to see your true man in there, a man who takes no prisoners, a man who knows what toughness is all about, then this is the guy you want to see. Bad news, Brown. Brown. Don't forget it. I can interrupt you for one second. You mentioned some of your competition as being turkeys. May I point out that here in the World Wrestling Federation, there is some very, very stiff competition. The only thing they're going to be stiff is when they climb into the square circle with me, they're going to be laid out stiff. I, to tell you what a true sportsman I am and what a true athlete I am, I will pay for the bandages when I get done with them to fix up their little beat-up bodies. All right, Mr. Brown, thank you very much. From Harlem, New York, newcomer to the World Wrestling Federation, Bad News Brown. Well, Brian, what did I say? As that match uh, was in progress, do you remember? He'd fit right into your family. He knows rats and rodents. I know a lot of rats. Well, there's... Bulldogs are a couple rats. I'm sure you do. Disguised as bulldogs. He would fit right in. You ought to sit down and have a serious conversation with that man, if it's possible. Well, he won't talk to, to anybody. Have a serious conversation with that. But I hear he doesn't talk to anybody. Dresses in the well, corner. Dresses in the room by himself. You know, I was. I was it's his business. And Gorilla and Bobby having a little fun there on their banter as well, talking about the rats and the roaches. Hey, Hina knows a lot of rats. I'm sure you do, Brain. So a little fun there, fun banter between Gorilla and Bobby. But going back to that promo. Bad News making his character very clear, and yes, we heard it, he has finally named his finisher the Ghetto Blaster. Anybody getting hit with that is going down. As we continue on in primetime wrestling here, it looks like the the original bracket's still in place in regards to whenever this primetime was recorded. Gorilla Monsoon going to break down some of the brackets right now. While that match was going on, I was looking, Brain, at the breakdown of the elimination tournament here. And I sort of made some entries. Let me see that. Sort of filled in some names as potential winners here as we move along. Of course, Hulk and Andre draw by in the first round. That's right. Okay. So that leaves Snake, Rude, The Rock, and Bravo in that top bracket. Say, for example, that Ravishing Rick hmm. managed somehow to get by Jake the Snake. You feel Roberts, it too, don't right? you? Okay. And then, for example, that. The Rock got by Dino Bravo. So it would be Ravishing and The Rock in the second round. Mm-hmm. If, by chance, Ravishing Rick was fortunate enough to get by The Rock, who would he have to meet? Either the Hulkster or Andre. So long, Ravishing. Would you not say? The one man that you had in there is now history. So Gorilla Monsoon going over the original brackets with Bobby Heenan, pointing out that Heenan's man Rick Rude should he advance past Jake the Stake Roberts, he may have to take on the likes of Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant by the semifinals. And at that point, the ravishing one would be history. Face it, brain. Now, of course, we know the bracket's going to be flip-flopped here a little bit, and that's going to change by next week, but that's where we are for now. As we continue on, Bobby Heenan, he has a message for the British Bulldogs, and Coco beware. Sucker. You're, sucker. you're a sucker. Me? What do you mean? You're a dummy. <laughs> Putting the tights on. 
You compare yourself to a guy like Coco Beware? Give me a break. No, I don't. Not one bit. I haven't wrestled in over a year. I have enough faith in my speed, mentality, my ability, and the Islanders that I don't have to worry about anything. And they think they're going to intimidate me with that flea-infested mutt? In other words, you're going to run out there and hide I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. If you're watching, sir, whoever you are out there, the veterinarian that nursed Matilda back to health, keep your doors open. I'm going to send you a dog back. I'm going to send you two more bulldogs. And I'm going to send you a bird. I'm going to be the Marlon Perkins of the WWE. I'm going to clean it all up. Talk, talk is cheap, Brain. I, I think that you bit off a little bit more than you could chew. You, I, hey, you sort of. I'm not 100 percent yet. I still have a bad. You neck. will never Do be 100. You think I would risk any of that if I didn't have faith in my Islanders? Outsmarted himself once again. Plenty no more way. action still to come. We'll be back in a moment. So Bobby says he's not concerned about the Bulldogs, Matilda, Coco, Frankie. He's going to send all the dogs and the birds off to the vet. Oh, Bobby, digging deeper and deeper every week as we conclude this week's sound bites for primetime wrestling. Up next, me and Gene Oakland standing by talking to The Rock, Don Morocco. All right, all eyes on Atlantic City, New Jersey, WrestleMania 4, Sunday afternoon, March the 27th, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And what a phenomenal afternoon and evening of World Wrestling Federation action indeed. Honky Tonk Man, Intercontinental Champ, we now know, will be defending against Brutus, the Barber Beefcake. Outstanding matchup. In six-man tag team action, the Islanders and their manager partner, Bobby the Brain Heenan, to do battle in a six-man tag with the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware. By the way, great news, Matilda will be back for WrestleMania 4 in Atlantic City. Your mere presence in the first round of this exciting elimination tournament. Don Morocco, The Rock, says a whole lot oh, for you. The excitement mushrooms like a hundred megaton hydrogen bomb. Just getting bigger and bigger every day, brother. Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo, WrestleMania 4, brother. The man who lifts condominiums off his chest. The man who carries battleships on his back. I know you don't have to tell everybody. You don't have to say it was a mistake. You don't have to say anybody helped you. I have spotted you. I have been with you, brother. You don't have to impress me. I have been impressed. Now you're on the dark side. Now you want to be the WWE. Heavyweight champion, well so do I. I have for a long time and I've worked hard and I'm working harder and harder. You're not gonna work any harder than me. You're not gonna get any better than me. You're not gonna be any more intense than me, Dino Bravo. You know, I'm not encouraging you, Don Morocco in the least, to look past your match with Bravo, but in your bracket, Ted DiBiase and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, you go on and up and down the list. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. I've been there with them before, too. Each one of them. None of them. Macho Man, Butch Reed, DiBiase. That list, ladies and gentlemen, goes on and on. It is going to be part of WrestleMania 4 from Atlantic City, March 27. My God, you have to go back and watch this promo. Not for the interview itself, obviously. You heard it here. But to look at the vascularity on Don Morocco, this may be peak hoses, man. It is absolutely ridiculous. I actually posted several pictures from this promo on my social media, both on Twitter as well as Facebook, because I just couldn't believe it. I mean, he is definitely peak hoses, dude. The roids are running wild, brother. Now, there's also a couple more exclusive matches here this week on Primetime Wrestling. First tape back January 26th in Hershey, Pennsylvania. The Killer Bees scoring a win over Steve Lombardi and Barry Horowitz. 
Match goes five minutes, 45 seconds. It's going to be Brunzel landing an atomic drop on Horowitz as he stumbles into a clothesline off the middle rope from B. Brian Blair. Also, another primetime exclusive from January 26th, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Bolsheviks picking up a win over Brady Boone and Special Delivery Jones. Match goes an unnecessary six minutes and 19 seconds before Zukov scoring the win there on Brady Boone following a knee drop. As we move on now to the following week of Superstars of Wrestling, new set of tapings here for February 27th. These were actually taped back February 16th in Wichita, Kansas at the Kansas Coliseum. Going to see Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bruno San Martino on commentary. And that's kind of important as we move forward here in this set of tapings, Bruno on this set. But for now, we're off to the ring. Tag team action. Going to see the champions, Rick Martel, Tito Santana, Strike Force take on the pair of Dusty Wolf and Tom Stone as the tag team champions showcase their abilities here. First against Stone, then Wolf. Some good Tito dropkicks mixed in there as well. As Bruno and Vince McMahon on commentary here, they tease Jesse Ventura about his age. As uh, when the match started, he mentioned that Jesse made his wrestling debut in this town, Wichita, Kansas, which is true. But as they try to call Jesse out for being older than he actually is, Ventura corrects them that he didn't start in the 1950s. He broke in in 1975 which just happened to be shortly before Bruno decided to retire. Now, fun fact, guys, I went and looked this up at this part in the the TV show. Apparently, Jesse Ventura's debut was indeed in Wichita, Kansas, back in 1975, and it was a loss to current WWF perennial jobber, Omar Atlas. Let's see if Jesse mentions that. As Strikeforce dominate this matchup, the heel team finally managed to get Martell against the ropes shortly, but Martell catching Stone with a knee lift there, and it's hot tag time to Tito Santana. Comes in, lays in some shots, tag back to Martel, who lands a very sloppy spine buster on Tom Stone, which we even see in replay for some reason. However, Martel turning that over into the Boston Crab, going to give Strikeforce the submission win, 2 minutes and 52 seconds. As we are off now to update, and Craig DeGeorge this week talking about WrestleMania 4, but more specifically, the macho man, Randy Savage. WrestleMania 4. Yeah, Elizabeth barred the door, it's WrestleMania 4. Natural Butch Reed, you're one of the baddest dudes in WWF history. Past, present, and future. And with Slick on the outside, you're like the unclimbable mountain. But I will climb that mountain, and it will go on and on and on, all the way to the top. Oh yeah, World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship belt, yeah! Well, all I can say is that in the tournament, I hope to stand by my man just as I always have. All right, so the attention for the Macho Man switches gears to WrestleMania 4, and in particular, his first-round match against the Natural, Butch Reed. Now, of course, the Natural has the Slickster in his corner, but for Randy Savage, it's the lovely Elizabeth, and she just might be the inspiration that takes the Macho Man on to victory. With update, I'm Craig DeGeorge. So the focus this week on one of the many stars in the upcoming WWF title tournament, the focus this week on the Macho Man, who recently finished his feud with the Honky Tonk Man, as we hear from the man himself, of course, Macho there, and then not to be outdone by the lovely Miss Elizabeth, who will stand by her man. So nice little focus piece here, I thought, on one of the many big names entered in the title tournament. As we head back to the ring for Greg the Hammer Valentine, Jimmy Hart in his corner, taking on a a beefy Lance Allen here, and we get an insert promo right away from Jimmy Hart putting over the hammer, who he feels is going to win the tournament at WrestleMania 4, getting a little redundant, and we're still a month away, guys. But we head to the action here. The hammer 
lets his guard down early on and eats an Allen dropkick. Not the best of dropkicks, but he connects nonetheless. Allen going to telegraph a backdrop, however, and Valentine lowering the hammer, an elbow drop to the back of Allen's head here before Greg Valentine taking over with the lazy man suplex. Kind of picks the guy up for a suplex and just lets him fall. Doesn't fall with him. Also going to land a pair of uh, patented Greg Valentine elbow drops before it's the figure four leg lock, scoring the quick submission win. One minute and 41 seconds. Solid win here. Heading into his matchup with Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania. And you know, I question how Hammer got a spot in this tournament all these years. Of all the people involved, how did Greg Valentine earn this spot? But as I look at it, I think it was more about getting the managers a guy in the tournament. Hey, Jimmy Hart needs a guy. And with Honky Tonk Man defending his IC title, this only made sense. So there you have it. Think about it, guys. At some point in this tournament, we could see the battle of the new dream team. Greg the Hammer Valentine versus Dino Bravo. Egads. And speaking of Dino Bravo, we head off right now. I promise I didn't plan that, guys. Craig DeGeorge standing by with Canada's greatest athlete, Canada's strongest man, Dino Bravo, and his manager, Frenchie Martin. All right, WrestleMania 4 is still a month away, but the excitement is already here. You know about some of the matches. First of all, the Intercontinental Championship will be on the line at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. On March the 27th, Honky Tonk defending against the Barber Brutus Beefcake. As we told you last week on the WrestleMania Report, Bobby the Brain Heenan will don the tights for the first time in over a year, matching up with his Islanders against the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware. And of course, the big elimination tournament in the first round I want to talk about Whoa. this matchup, the Rock on the Rock against Dino Bravo. Dreams and aspirations of a lifetime, Dino Bravo. I know, I know you can lift a battleship off your chest. I know you're as strong as men come. But I saw you and you didn't do it. This is the time to lay all that behind you. They are the 14 baddest men in the whole world, Dino Bravo, lining up, lining up to be king. Number one, the very top to rule and dominate the WWF like it never been done before. WrestleMania 4, March 27th, 1988, extravaganza like never before. All right, for the right to move on the tournament, The Rock, Don Morocco, to meet Dino Bravo, Canada's strongest man, and I asked him about this matchup earlier on. Don Morocco, je sais pas si t'es prêt, mais il y a une affaire que j'étais dans le milieu. Puis mon Dino Bravo va t'ôter dans le milieu, parce qu'il y a une affaire qui est dure, Don Morocco. C'est lui le nouveau champion de la Fédération mondiale. C'est mon Dino. You talk about a tough test, his first rider against The Rock. Don Morocco, I don't care whether you believe it or not what I've done, because on March 27th, I'm going to make a believer out of you. Oh. I'm going to make a believer out of the whole world, because Dino. nobody's going to stop me. WrestleMania 4, Morocco, Steamboat, Roberts, Hogan, I don't care if it's Henry the Giant. Nobody's going to stop me. So Bravo's still trying to get over that bench press record attempt, which is it's better off forgotten, Dino. But Bravo says he doesn't care if it's Andre the Giant standing in his way at WrestleMania 4. He will be the next WWF champion. So everybody very much looking forward to that title shot, that title opportunity that only comes around, well, some for some people, maybe never again. 14 men involved, but there can only be one WWF champion at the end of the night. And right now we head off to a WrestleMania 4 vignette of sorts. Kind of a promo video here of Bob Euchre. Hi again, everybody. Bob Euchre along here with the main man, Slick, as we get ready for WrestleMania 4 in Atlantic City. One of the new guys, people they talk about, bad people to get along with, the gang is here. 
I get along with everybody. Come on in, gang. <laughs> this guy's a million laps. Hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> what did I tell you? This guy, you talk about regular guys? This guy is a regular guy. We've been talking for hours. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you say that this man was a regular guy? You just take a look at this guy. When you talk about big, this brother is so big that every time he steps on a scale, it reads to be continued. You understand, brother? <laughs> He's irregular. <laughs> So the Uke vignette's going to begin already just that quickly. As we head back to the ring for Jake the Snake Roberts in action, taking on Pete Sanchez, but no theme music yet for Jake. Remember, we heard the theme debut as part of a Hulk Hogan workout video back in January. So if I remember correctly, it won't be much longer before Jake picks up that theme music. Looking forward to that for his entrance. But uh, for now, the green snake bag has returned. Remember the new year mark, the new snake bag, a white bag? Didn't last too long. Back to the green-looking sack here for Damien, his preference, of course. And as we know, it's Jake and Rude at WrestleMania biting for a quarterfinal spot as we get an insert promo here from the Ravishing One who informs the Snake Man that he is in for a Rude Awakening come WrestleMania. Rude going to be the next WWF champion. Rick Rude also mentions Bam Bam and the gang for the next round, which means the brackets have indeed been switched. As it's back to the ring for Jake Roberts and a short arm clothesline and the DDT giving Jake the win one minute and 48 seconds and post-match Damien going to even make an appearance. As the action rolls on here this week on Superstars Outlaw Ron Bass taking on Gary Jackson who I used to refer to as Little Coco. Very much looked like Coco Beware I always thought maybe a little smaller which is kind of ironic because Coco himself not the tallest professional wrestler but Gary Jackson was pretty solid as the years went on at least in this role of a, a prelim guy. But uh, this may be the first time I've, I've seen Gary here in the WWF. I don't recall. Either way, no introduction here as we head straight to the action. Outlaw Ron Bass attacking Jackson, but he misses an elbow drop. And Gary going to try to get things done, but the Outlaw counters a headlock with a nasty back suplex as Jesse Ventura wonders if Jackson is related to Coco. Hey, see what I mean? He says their resemblance to Buckwheat is uncanny. All right, I didn't say all that now, Jesse. Back to the action. Ron Bass with a backbreaker, followed by the Texas Gordbuster, that pedigree-style move. Going to score the win two minutes and 12 seconds. And then it's a little more Miss Betsy fun after the contest. And we've already seen a snake here this week on the show, so why not go check out a pair of dogs and a couple of birds? Right now, Craig DeGeorge standing by with the six-man team of the British Bulldogs, Coco Beware, and his bird, Frankie. For the first time in history, we do not have a World Wrestling Federation champion. However, that will be decided, taken care of, of course, on Sunday afternoon, March the 27th, from the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Of course, I'm referring to WrestleMania for the big championship elimination tournament. Also, several celebrities on hand, including the guest ring announcer, Mr. Baseball Bob Euchre. Several other matches to speak of as well, including this one we're going to talk about with the British Bulldogs yeah. and Coco Beware. Six-man tag against the Islanders, and Bobby the Brain Heenan donning the tights for the first time in over a year. Now, before we talk about the matchup, let's look at this footage, which really explains what this one is all about. All right, Coco, beware of the Bulldogs. Your thoughts on that and this matchup? Well, you know, our thoughts on that was the British Bulldogs were disgusted and were mad that night, but thanks to all the people at the sending the cards and letters for Matilda, it made a, made a comeback, and now she's ready for WrestleMania 4. I know you got a lot of letters, and speaking of Matilda, what are her plans in WrestleMania 4? You know something, Craig, Matilda's had a lot of special training just for WrestleMania 4. 
Bobby the Weasel Heenan and the Islanders, you better get ready. Someone told me you were actually dangling a little doll, a Bobby Heenan lookalike, if you will, in front of Matilda, and she's actually chopping at it. Is there any truth to that? It's quite possible, yes. <laughs> All right, Coco, beware. This big yeah! six man. Your thoughts, please. I'm gonna tell you one thing, Weasel. You in serious, serious trouble, brother. Oh, I feel good. Uh, they're showing some highlights here of the recent dog napping of Matilda. The baby faces making comments here about what they plan to do to the Islanders at Bobby Heenan at WrestleMania, and again reassuring us, Matilda going to make her return as well. So thank you to all those fans who sent in all those postcards. Expect an official WWF catalog in your mailbox very soon. As we continue on here, fans begin to answer who they think will win the upcoming tournament at WrestleMania 4. We hear one man say the Macho Man, a young Hulkamaniac picking the Hulkster, of course, and then a couple of ladies choosing Ravishing Rick Rude, who uh, will win simply because he has the greatest body. Very well. As we go back to the ring, for an angry million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, with bodyguard Virgil DiBiase taking on Johnny Stewart, how about that? Johnny Stewart, the illustrious John Stewart of AWA fame, if you want to call it that. Uh, Stewart had a run there late in the uh, AWA world. Somewhat of a, a Chris Candido lookalike in many ways. I actually sent him footage of his wrestling matches from the AWA back in the late 90s. I always liked him. As uh, we get an insert promo right out of the gate from Hacksaw Jim Duggan here, warning Ted DiBiase not to look past him in the first round. Tough guy. As we head off to the action, the story here is DiBiase still pissed off over being stripped of the WWF title, so he just beats the piss out of Johnny Stewart here, stomping him down, pitching him outside, Stewart taking a nasty backflip bump over the top rope and out to the floor, then Teddy dragging him back in where he delivers his patented power slam. Going to give DiBiase the win, two minutes and two seconds, and Teddy, he always had a great power slam, one of his best maneuvers. I'm glad he moved on from that falling back elbow off the middle rope finish he was doing the past couple of months. But by WrestleMania 4, he will finally have a brand new full-time finisher. And I'm sure you guys know what that will be. As we move on now to a special interview, Craig DeGeorge up on the platform with the former WWF champion, Hulk Hogan. All right, Hulk, we all know about your participation, of course, in WrestleMania 4, justifiably drawing that first round by. But, and this is a major but, in the second round, your first matchup, you have not had the luck of the draw. You have drawn Andre the Giant as your first matchup, and you have to beat the Giant in his third matchup to move on this tournament. Well, let me tell you something, big dude. If I would have planned this whole thing out myself, it couldn't have turned out better, man. You know, the third time's a charm, man. The first time out. Andre the Giant, when I busted him up and left him laying, there was so much controversy, the whole world's been talking about it for one year. The second time out now, he robbed me of the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight title. That's why the third time, brother, I don't want Andre the Giant to wrestle two or three men first. I'm glad it's this way. He's going to be in there fresh as a daisy, brother, and so am I. And with the whole world watching, I'm going to beat Andre the Giant and leave him laying. It's going to be running wild, man. And everybody 
that gets in my way is going to be mowed down, brother. But you know something? If things go the way I want them to go, I hope the Million Dollar Man faces me in the second half, brother. I'm going to bust him up and shake that pocket change out of his pocket. And then after that, the next guy that gets in my way is going to fall victim to Hulkamania, and I'll have my World Wrestling Federation anyway. So Vince McMahon here, he actually threw it to the WWF champion, but Jesse Ventura corrects him. Not anymore. But Vince McMahon apologizing. Well, he will be, pal. As Hulk Hogan professes, the third time will be the charm. He will defeat Andre the Giant in the quarterfinals at WrestleMania 4, and he will move on to take out anyone who gets in his way, brother. And the Hulkster hoping to meet DiBiase in the semis, dude. So the brackets have definitely changed by this point at this new set of tapings here in Kansas. As before, it would have been Hogan and DiBiase in the actual finals of the tournament, which was the original plan. And we'll talk more about that when we get closer to WrestleMania time. But the brackets have flipped by this point. Jake Roberts and Rick Rude was originally the first match in the first round, while Duggan and DiBiase were the last match in the first round. But those matches have flipped now. And we're going to start off the tournament with Duggan and DiBiase and end the first round with Jake the Snake and Ravishing Rick. As we continue on now, it's time again for the WrestleMania 4 report and more matches announced. Welcome to our WrestleMania 4 report. This week, two new matches, a most glorious timekeeper announced, and a word for the man who is playing host to WrestleMania 4. First, though, let's recap this terrific event, what we know so far. Sunday afternoon, March the 27th. Of course, the elimination tournament will take place to fill the now vacant World Wrestling Federation Championship. The top 14 contenders competing, six first-round matches, and of course, Hulk and Andre in round two. Also, Honky Tonk Man defending his Intercontinental Championship against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And as mentioned earlier, the six-man tag between Coco Beware and the British Bulldogs, and of course, the Islanders and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Now, talk about excitement. The WrestleMania reported a chance to talk with Donald Trump, and Mr. Trump is obviously looking forward to the big event at the Trump Plaza. On March 27th, we're having one of the most exceptional and exciting events that we've ever had at Trump Plaza in Atlantic City. WrestleMania 4. Everybody wanted it. Everybody fought for it. Hotels all over the world were trying to get WrestleMania 4, and Trump Plaza got it. And it's a great honor for me to be hosting it, and I will tell you, uh, I have probably never had an event where more people are asking for more tickets than what they're doing with WrestleMania 4. We're honored to be chosen. We're honored to have it. And we look forward to having a great time. Everybody hopefully will be coming down to Atlantic City and Trump Plaza on March 27th to witness really an exciting and a fun event. All right, thank you, Mr. Trump. Now, big news this week is WrestleMania 4. The card has expanded two matches. First, Hercules has signed to face the ultimate warrior. The road to this matchup goes back to a scheduled one-on-one -on -one meeting that actually never took place. Ultimate warrior back on his feet. Yeet! Oh, my goodness! Can you believe that? Hercules charging the warrior! Hercules charging the warrior! Ramming a moment ago, the chain around his foot, now he has to ram again. Hercules choking, trying to mangle. 
tomorrow, two of the most physically imposing athletes here in the World Wrestling Federation will square off, and the WrestleMania Report asked both for their thoughts on this major muscle matchup. Hercules, you stepped halfway through the door. Come on in. We're nightmares on the best part of my day. In WrestleMania, it's happening in a squared circle. But it has nothing to do with professional wrestling. It has to do with who's the best, who's the meanest, who deserves to stand on that mountain. Hercules! Ultimate Warrior, you felt the deadly bite of the steel chains. Don't deceive yourself. It was I who broke those chains. Now you must face the full wrath and the full power of the mighty Hercules. You will be destroyed. <laughs> okay, also on the 27th of March, the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team title will be on the line. The champ, Strike Force, will defend against a team that has demanded and now justifiably received a title shot. Mr. Fuji's demolition, Axe and Smash have barreled through opponent after opponent, and now for the first time they will have a crack at the champions. Strike Force won the tag team title last November. Tito Santana and Rick Martel have not since faced a team with the destructive capabilities of their WrestleMania 4 opponents. Strike Force, this is WrestleMania 4. This is what we've trained for. We've demolished every opponent, and we've forced the WWF into the tag team title match. You know, Strike Force, yeah. remember when you were a young boy and you were afraid to go to bed because the monster was going to get you? The real monsters are here, and your nightmare's just beginning. Well, Strike Force says the only thing just beginning is their championship reign. Yes, Demolition, you are two monsters, and now you want to take the belts away from Strike Force. Well, WrestleMania 4, we're going to find out what kind of wrestlers you really are behind all that pain. We know what WrestleMania is all about, Demolition. We know what we have to do. We're going to fight Strike Force style. Strike Force! Okay, also coming out in full force are the celebrities in WrestleMania 4. As you may know, the guest ring announcer is Mr. Baseball Bob Uecker. And this week, we have the announcement of the guest timekeeper. And it is the fun and vivacious hostess of Wheel of Fortune, Vanna White. And Vanna is indeed looking forward to WrestleMania 4. Hi, I'm Vanna White, and I'm really excited about being the guest timekeeper at WrestleMania 4. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in Atlantic City. Vanna White, guest timekeeper for WrestleMania 4, Sunday afternoon. March the 27th, and you can see this extravaganza as it happens live at the Trump Plaza at closed circuit locations around the country and also on a pay-per-view basis. More matches and celebrities expected, more on that next week. For now, with the Russell Media Report, I'm Craig DeGeorge. So the WWF and WrestleMania headed to Trump Plaza, if you will. We hear from Donald Trump putting over the big event. He's never had so many people asking for tickets to an event. Well, sure, you've given away the first several rows to your high rollers. And guys, remember last week, two matches were added to the big pay-per-view. And this week, two more matches added. As we heard, the grudge match going to go down. The Ultimate Warrior going to take on the Mighty Hercules. As the Warrior stated that nightmares are the best part of his day. I wrote, wow, nightmares are the best part of his day. Also, tag team titles on the line. Strike Force have nowhere else to run and hide. They will have to defend those titles against Demolition. I can't wait for that. And hey, the guest timekeeper for the main event, Miss Vanna White. Boy, I forgot how lovely she was way back then. Not that she doesn't look great for her age now. 
But if you guys really want to see a hot Vanna, head back to her first ever TV appearance, I do believe, where she appeared as a contestant on The Price is Right. Vanna White, come on down! As we roll on back to the ring, six-man tag team action, Intercontinental Champion Hockey Talk Man, teaming with the Hart Foundation, all managed by Jimmy Hart here, taking on the trio of Jerry Allen, Leaping Lanny Poffo, and hey, Omar Atlas. As Lanny, he hasn't been given a lot of poems lately, but, but apparently he has copious amounts of Frisbees to throw away. And as the action gets going, the anvil going to slam Jerry Allen down into his own corner, allowing him to make the tag out to Omar Atlas as the hearts deliver their version of the demolition decapitation, taking Omar down to the mat. Never understood why they got to keep doing that move while demolition were using it. Similar, very similar version as their finisher. And I really didn't think he'd do it here, but there it is. Jesse Ventura on commentary during this matchup brings it up. He admits his first match was against Omar Atlas right here in Wichita, but he does fail to mention that he lost. Classic heel Jesse Ventura, folks. But I thought that was pretty cool. Full circle. Omar Atlas in the ring. Jesse Ventura on commentary. And the body not afraid to mention that, hey, I made my debut right here in the city. And it was against that man in the ring right there, Omar Atlas. Only difference was, Atlas was a veteran by that point and beat the rookie Jesse Ventura. Don't know that that would have happened just a few months later. But back to the six-man action here this week. Honky Tonk Man just standing on the apron. Well, much like Lanny Pavo on the other side. I don't think Lanny even bothers to tag in here. But Honky's standing out there watching the hearts pick apart Omar until it's time to pick up the pieces of Omar as Honky finally tags in to deliver one move. The shake, rattle, and roll neckbreaker going to give the IC champion company the win. Two minutes and 33 seconds. And remember, guys, Honky Tonk Man defending his intercontinental title against Brutus Beefcake at WrestleMania. But the Hart Foundation, their run with the tag team titles has come to an end as they finish up their house show rounds with Strike Force. Mostly those six-man cage matches we have going on right now. Honky and the Hearts versus Macho Man and Strike Force. And with Demolition now in line as the top heel tag team moving forward, there's little left for the Hearts to do. There's really only two options for the Heart Foundation at this point. Turn them face or split them up. Or maybe they'll try a combination of. We'll have to wait and see. As we go on now, Craig DeGeorge, one more promo here this week on Superstars, standing by with the challenger. For the IC title at WrestleMania, here he is, Brutus, the Barber Beefcake. All right, the excitement continues to build as the countdown winds down to Sunday, March 27th, a big afternoon from the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. WrestleMania 4 is coming, and of course, it gives us great pleasure here at the World Wrestling Federation to welcome our new guest timekeeper, Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White. Other celebrities, of course, Mr. Baseball Bob Euchre, the guest ring announcer, and there will be others announced in the coming weeks on our WrestleMania reports. The big matches, the news of late strike force will defend their tag team championship against Demolition, and the ultimate warrior has just signed to meet Hercules. Of course, the big story is the main event, the championship elimination tournament that eventually will decide from 14 wrestlers, one World Wrestling Federation champion. The Intercontinental title is also on the line with the Barber Brutus Beefcake as he goes up against the Honky Tonk Man and has a chance to emerge as the Intercontinental champ, the gold around your waist, perhaps, if you can beat the Honky Tonk Man. Well, brother, I don't have to tell you how sky high I am because right now the goosebumps are running over my body as I think about the time the clock is ticking away. Every minute, I've become a little bit closer the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. The opportunity of a 
the dream, really, to wear the championship belt. To get the belt around my waist is what I've worked all the hard hours, all the days and nights spent in the gym working out, in the ring, the blood, sweat, and tears. It's all coming down to WrestleMania 4 in the March 27th Trump Plaza. Good grief. Atlantic City. Can you believe Atlantic City would be the place where the honky-tonk man would get that greasy, slimy black hair all cut off? And the beefer talking about all the training, all the blood, sweat, and tears up into this point. It all comes down to WrestleMania and the honky-tonk man for the IC title. So a new challenge lays ahead for Honky Tonk. We'll see how well he fares against Brutus the Barber Beefcake as we continue on to Wrestling Challenge February the 28th. New set of tapings as well. Tape back February 17th, Topeka, Kansas at the Expo Center. As we hear from the building executive manager, Steve Rosenblatt, and I made a note here, why do all these guys look the same, these building operators at the top of these shows? Cheap suit, glasses, balding, generic-looking mustache. Must have been what you had to do back then to get a job such as this. But we go off now to commentary. Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby the Brain Heenan, welcoming us to the show as we head off right away to the feature matchup. It's the Birdman Coco Beware taking on former referee Dangerous Danny Davis. And in his corner, of course, the manager, Jimmy Hart, as Bobby Heenan has fun on commentary here in this one. Since he meets Coco as part of the six-man at WrestleMania, Bobby has all the jokes rolled out for both the Birdman as well as his pet Frankie here. Is Davis going to lay in shots early on, but Coco, where it keeps coming back, surprising him with near-fall attempts all throughout the matchup, including a nice-looking reverse body block. But Danny, he does dominate the action until Coco going to leapfrog over top of Davis, Danny turning around right into a dropkick. Danny coming back, looking for a backdrop, but Coco right away puts on the brakes and counters with the Ghostbuster, a very deadweight Ghostbuster. Thanks a lot, Danny Davis. Coco going to score the win in only 2 minutes and 25 seconds. So Danny Davis doing jobs on TV in just a couple minutes' time. I guess the uh, Sam Houston thing is over at this point, as whatever push Danny Davis had a year ago is all but gone. So it was Sika last week, Danny Davis this week, WWF making a statement that some of the talent we've seen in winning situations in the past, maybe not so much here in the new year of 1988, as we're off now to special report. With Craig DeGeorge talking about the Islanders and Bulldogs feud. Everybody knows that Matilda's going to make her first return appearance right there at WrestleMania 4. And she's been undergoing special training. Oh, on the wait a minute, David. Don't, yeah. don't tell too much. That's right. Matilda's going to be at WrestleMania 4. Heenan, it's the first time you've been in the ring with the trunks on. And it could be the last time for a very long time. Oh, wait a minute, because wait, wait, wait. You should see the size of Matilda's <laughs> chest. You should see those jaws. The, the gripping, biting pair of those jaws in that right down. That's right. We can't tell you too much. Highlanders, Weasel, but Matilda's looking great, and she just can't wait to get to WrestleMania 4. That's right, and Matilda enjoys it because that's the kind of match she can sink her teeth into. <laughs> and the Bulldogs going to reassure us here that Matilda is back and better than ever. She can't wait to sink her teeth into the brain. Well, I'd certainly love to see that. Now, I don't have any ill will towards Bobby Heenan whatsoever, but I'd sure love to see him sell it. I guess I'm selfish that way. As we head back to the ring for singles action, Mike Richards standing by to take on the natural Butch Reed with the Doctor of Style Slick. We get an insert promo here from the Macho Man. as uh, He says, while Reed looks into the eyes of the madness, everybody else, they can look into the beautiful eyes of the lovely Miss Elizabeth. Mm, yeah. Macho Man bringing Elizabeth into that promo there to show her off for the fans. Is Reed going to attack Richards early on? Full control all throughout the matchup 
finishing him off with that top rope clothesline. Going to give the natural the win in one minute and 58 seconds. And we move on now to Craig DeGeorge. He's standing by with the former WWF champion. It's a backstage promo with Hulk Hogan. All right, stand by as is Hulk Hogan. One moment we will talk with him about WrestleMania 4 and, of course, the championship elimination tournament. Also, this extravaganza from the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, Sunday afternoon, March the 27th. Well, a few matches we know about already. The six-man tag with Coco Beware and the British Bulldogs against Bobby the Brain Heenan, who dons the tights for the first time in over a year. And, of course, his Islanders. The Intercontinental Championship also on the line. Hunky Tonk defends against Brutus the Barber Beefcake, caught up in the enthusiasm, no doubt. And also, of course, the guest ring announcer, Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre. First of all, though, justifiably has drawn a first round bye, but in the second round, you have a big test for your first matchup. Well, you know, I'm not worried about the second round, brother. All I know is for four and a half long years, Hulkamania's grabbed momentum. It's gotten bigger and bigger, brother. And in the second round, Andre the Giant, you and I are going one-on-one. There will be no excuses that you had to wrestle two or three times earlier. We'll eliminate all the controversy from a year ago, brother. The third time out's the charm, brother, with the whole world watching and you fresh as a daisy, I'm gonna wipe you out, man. You know the prayers, the training, the vitamins may be small change to you, Andre, and the Million Dollar Man, but it's the foundation, the blood that we live on, me and my Hulkamaniacs. And as far as materialistic things go, we don't put much into that. But the one thing that we valued materialistically, the symbol that showed the whole world that me and my Hulkamaniacs were as one, you stole! the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight title. You ripped me off and stole it. And in WrestleMania 4, with the whole world watching, I've got the ultimate chance to do the ultimate thing and prove that Hulkamania will live forever. The chance is there. Here's how you can see it. And the Hulkster talking about the training, the prayers, the vitamins. They may be small change to people like Andre and the Million Dollar Man, dude, but it's the blood that the Hulkamaniacs live on, brother. As the show rolls on back to the ring, Brutus the Barber Beefcake going to take on Brian Costello here this week. Brutai rocking the new look at this point. Got the zebra print style jacket on, the, the fishnet tights. So Beefer upgrading his look just a little bit here. As we get an insert promo from the Barber, he is the potential next Intercontinental Champion, of course. And he says he can just envision a bag of that big greasy hair of the Honky Talk Man hanging next to his new Intercontinental title after WrestleMania. Dream big, Brutai. Maybe it'll happen. Is Beefcake with some basics here in the matchup, and also what I feel to be a clear edit in the action as well. The camera changed, just everybody in a different position. Before Brutai got to lock on the sleeper and score the win. Two minutes and five seconds as he cuts a little hair of Costello after the match, and the action will continue on with ravishing Rick Rude in the ring up next with Bobby Heenan in his corner. Rick Rude taking on this week Jim Evans, and oh shit. Do you hear that, guys? Yes, it's Rick Rude, but the theme music has changed. Rick Rude now rocking that stripper theme that we come to know for the next three years here in his WWF run. Now, hit the music.
So a newly super tanned Rick Rude here. He tells the coyote looking men to keep the noise down while the ladies can marvel in his masculinity. Also, during this matchup, we get an insert promo from Rude's opponent at WrestleMania, Jake Roberts. He talks to top 14 men gunning for that title, warning Rick Rude once again to beware of the DDT. I don't think Jake needs to remind anybody, as Rick Rude has a new finisher of his own, the Rude Awakening. The Hangman's Neckbreaker going to put his opponent away here. One minute and 57 seconds. Total dominance from the Ravishing One as he really begins to flourish in his spot as one of the top heels in the Bobby Heenan family. As we continue on, Craig DeGeorge now standing by with the Honky Tonk Man. I'm sorry, make that the Intercontinental Champion Honky Tonk Man and his manager, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy, Mouth of the South Heart, involved in a big one along with, of course, the Honky Tonk Man. His Intercontinental title will be on the line against the Barber. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, that's right. Don't you realize this is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time? I know he's going to come in the ring with those big scissors trying to chop my hair, trying to chop your hair, but it ain't going to work. It's not going to work. Want to play us a little of that? I don't think I have it just just right yet. Okay. It's going to be about four more weeks before the Honky Tonk Man has it just the way it needs to be for Brutus the Barber Beefcake. It's WrestleMania 4. It's Sunday, March the 27th. It's probably the biggest day of my life. It's probably the biggest day in wrestling history. The whole world's going to stop to watch it. They want to see the Honky Tonk Man defend his title against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. They're saying, oh, the people on the street, they're talking now. They're saying, what's going to have no Honky Tonk Man's ducktail? What's going to happen if Brutus the Barber puts him to sleep? What's going to happen to Peggy Sue? What's she going to say? What's my mama going to think about me if I come home with no hair, maybe no sideburns? Not going to happen, Brutus, because Sunday, March the 27th, WrestleMania 4, I'm going to have this tuned up. Have you ever thought what happens if I hit you in the head with this and cut your hair? <laughs> All right, he will be defending his Intercontinental Championship later on. More information about WrestleMania 4. And the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time, Honky Tonk, promising to tune up Brutus Beefcake at WrestleMania 4. As we continue on, back to the ring, Bam Bam Bigelow with Oliver Humperdinck taking on Frankie DeFalco here as we get an insert promo from the duo who plan to go the distance at WrestleMania 4. I'm referring to Bam Bam and Humperdinck, and one man gang, you're first on the list. Should note, Bigelow also mentioning that Rude and Jake are in their bracket, so we further confirm the bracket has been switched around here for the first round. As we get a cartwheel here today for the very first time in a couple months by the Bammer, and huge pops here for the fans throughout this matchup. The corner splash, stinger splash style by Bigelow onto DeFalco. And then running the ropes before jumping up in the air and delivering a diving headbutt. Scoring the win in just 1 minute and 21 seconds. So we did get the cartwheel here this week, but Bammer moving away from his slingshot splash as a finisher. Not really doing a whole lot of the other impressive things we saw him doing in the months prior. So we still got some aggravating issues clearly there with the knee and the match again going extremely short just a little over a minute but Bam Bam Bigelow continues to pick up steam heading in to Wrestlemania as we go off now to a special report Craig DeGeorge up on the platform with the million dollar man Andre the Giant and bodyguard Virgil as Andre says he's going to plow through Hulk Hogan plus two more individuals to become the champion once again I wrote wouldn't one of those theoretically be Ted DiBiase so there's a little bit of holes in Andre's plan here Meanwhile, DiBiase addressing his first-round opponent, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who doesn't have what it takes to beat the Million Dollar Man. And as we, the promo comes to a conclusion, we see Andre tapping Teddy on the arm. He wants to get another word in edgewise, but we will never know what he had to say as we cut abruptly to a commercial break. But both men, Andre and DiBiase, sounding confident 
They're on their way to the finals and the championship, but they're going to only be one champion. And we've already determined that you can't sell the title, Teddy. So what exactly do you guys have in mind? As wrestling challenge rolls on, we get a replay from the Superstars WrestleMania report this week. So it's back to the ring for one more matchup featuring Demolition with Mr. Fuji taking on Sonny Rogers and Gary Jackson as the Demo's rocking some B-Show face paint for this one. It's the best way I can refer to it. Smash in red paint this week and Axe only half of his face covered in paint. Come on, guys. It's mania season. But as you may suspect, it is indeed demolish and destroy all match long clubbering. At its finest, Dusty Rhodes would be proud as we see the demolition decapitation put away Gary Jackson. One minute and 58 seconds demolition ready for their tag team title shot against Strike Force. As we move on now, more promos lined up here. Craig, did George going to have a pair of them? First with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, followed by the hammer, Greg Valentine. Okay, some big news in regarding WrestleMania 4, the event from the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino on Sunday, March 27th. Four in the afternoon, we are all very excited about our guest, timekeeper, none other than Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White. Also, and of course, the big news regarding two new matchups, Ultimate Warrior and Hercules in WrestleMania 4, and Strike Force defending their tag team belts against Axe and Smash Demolition. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, oh! part of the excitement in WrestleMania 4, the first round matchup. Five, four, baby! A first round matchup against the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Keeping time will be Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White, but you gotta think about the million dollar man at this point. Oh, Hacksaw can't worry about looking some woman spin the wheel. What I gotta think about is I've got an opportunity to catch a hold of the world title. And let me tell you something, I'm not looking over nobody. I'm not worried about who I'm going to have to wrestle in the second round. There's one thing in my mind, there's one thing in my heart, and there's one thing in my board, and that's Ted DiBiase going down, and that's where you're going, DiBiase. Down, right, tough guy. First round matchup. Oh. Also in the first round of WrestleMania for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will take on Greg the Hammer Valentine. I talked with the Hammer earlier about that matchup. WrestleMania for the biggest and the baddest of ever. And the biggest chance for Greg the Hammer Valentine. The biggest chance for Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the self, to have the world title around my waist. To have the gold. WrestleMania 1 was big. I was a champion. WrestleMania 2, I was a champion. But now, the biggest chance of all. The championship that has eluded me and Ricky Steamboat, I'm going right through you. You're going to feel the wrath of Valentine. You are going to feel the new Valentine. Especially when the hammer comes crashing right down that skinny neck right, of yours, Steamboat. That's a tough test in round one, though, Hammer. Very tough test against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Here's how you can see WrestleMania 4 as it happens. And we heard from both Hacksaw Doug and Greg Valentine with manager Jimmy Hart. Both men have words for their upcoming WrestleMania 4 opponents. Duggan has DiBiase. The Hammer has the Dragon. Valentine, he states, I was a champion at WrestleMania 1. I was a champion at WrestleMania 2. And when I leave WrestleMania 4, I'm going to be champion once again. Good promo there from Valentine. As we move on now to one last piece of business here this week on The Grenade, it's primetime wrestling for February 29th, 1988. Hosted once again, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby the Brain Heenan. As we roll off now to the intro, as the two men discuss some of the things we're going to be seeing here this week on Primetime. I'm Gorilla Monsoon. I'm your host, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Primetime Wrestling. What a blockbuster of a lineup we have for you here this week. Your guy, Ravishing Rick, in the feature. 
And uh, I won't be able to sit and call the color with you on that one and host the thing because I'm going to have to be at ringside because he's wrestling Coco Beware. I'm going to keep my eye on that miserable pigeon. Ernie. Well, usually, uh, you know, when we do these things out in the field and the, the live in the arenas, you, you, you don't give me anyone. You just get up and walk out. Well, that's the privilege I have is hosting. The Sometimes program. you send some other piece of garbage in there to take your place. I think you're too tough on Lord Alfred. Please, I'm not talking about Lord Alfred Hayes. We also have a non-titles. A lady matchup here this week. Sensational Sherry taking on Robin Rockin. Or Rockin' Robin. Doesn't really matter to no, me. No, it doesn't. But uh, she's going to present a threat to the ladies' champion. Well, she's fast, she's young, and uh, she's aggressive. And if she was that fast and that young and that aggressive, she'd be home whooping up a meatloaf or something instead of in the ring. Also, demolition splitting up into singles competition. Good idea or bad idea, Brian? I think it's a good idea. It shows the world that they're competent to wrestle in single matches as in tag team. In case one would get hurt, one might have to carry the load. Very good thinking on Mr. Fuji's part. You think so? Huh? I think so. That remains to be seen. Uh, some other interesting matches as well, and all the late-breaking news on the big extravaganza coming up March 27th in Atlantic City, of course, referring to WrestleMania 4. Right now, let's open up with George the Animal Steel taking on the big Sika. Well, stay tuned here, guys. So Coco Beware looking to take on Rick Rude here. And Bobby Heenan selling it like he's going to have to leave the primetime studio to manage Rick Rude for this match, which is just really weird. Also, Gorilla Monsoon, this isn't going to be the last time he does it here this week, referring to Robin Rockin, as in uh, Rockin' Robin. Robin Rockin' going to be taking on Sensational Sherry in a non-title matchup this week. And speaking of which, we go off now to an exclusive match taped back in Wichita on February 16th. It is indeed Rockin' Robin pinning the WWF Ladies Champion Sensational Sherry non-title matchup. Bout goes about eight and a half minutes. Is Robin going to fight fire with fire here? Maybe a little hair pull into a bulldog. Off the middle rope onto Sherry, going to score the win for Rockin' Robin. Or is that Robin Rockin' Gorilla? Well, what an impressive victory by sensational uh, uh, Robin Rockin'. Rockin' Robin. Why do I keep saying Robin Rockin'? You've got there must something be a else song on your or mind. something you that was on my mind. You must have been at that girly place the other <laughs> night watching him dance. I don't know. No, it wasn't. Rockin' Robin, though, really shocked the entire wrestling world with that sensational non-title victory. Had that been a title match, you'd have a new world champion. Absolutely. Now, getting back to Ravishing Rick. Rude. Yes. Yes. Well, do you have a defense for the DDT? Certainly. You don't let him get it on you. You never put yourself in that position. That's, that's you never it. throw the man in for a backdrop. That's you have to bend over, and your head's right there. You never pull him up where your head is, where he can hook you with his arms. Suppose he has you in a compromising position. Well, if you're ravishing Rick Rude, you don't get in compromising positions. You do with uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, he's a tough man. He's got a bag full of snakes. He's a strange character. He's uh, defeated a lot of people, but he's not going to defeat Ravishing Rick Rude. I'll guarantee that right now. Well, I'm not the kind of a guy to shoot my mouth off and just talk about stuff that more action. Still the I'm will the be kind right of a guy that'll tell you flat out exactly. So we get a little more Robin Rock in there from Gorilla Monsoon. I love it. Gorilla doesn't know what he's thinking of. Is he thinking about the song? Well, the song was also called Rockin' Robin, which is pre pretty much where her name came from. Of course, Bobby Heenan having a fun line. Yeah, you learned it at the girly place. No, I did. I did not, Brain. They also talk Rick Rude versus the DDT at WrestleMania. Bobby explains the defense for the DDT there. Getting a little serious for us for just a moment here this week on Primetime as we move off now and hear a promo from the Intercontinental Champion Hockey Talk man and his manager, the Colonel, Jimmy Hart. All right, in just about four weeks, the excitement from the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, WrestleMania 4. 
on Sunday, March the 27th at 4 p.m. And the excitement is already building even a month away. The championship elimination tournament to decide the World Wrestling Federation champion with the top 14 contenders. And of course, I think the big news here is that Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan justifiably have drawn the first round by celebrities. Certainly the guest ring announcer, very popular indeed, Mr. Baseball, Bob Uecker. Couple of matches to talk about, six-man tag, Bulldogs and Coco Beware. Bobby Heenan donning the tights for the first time in over a year, and the Islanders in several other terrific matches to be touched on at a future time. Jimmy Mouth of the South Heart involved in a big one, along with, of course, the Honky Tonk Man. His intercontinental title will be on the line against the Barber. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, that's right. Don't you realize this is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time? I know he's going to come in the oh, ring with those big scissors trying to chop my hair, trying to chop your hair, but it ain't going to work. It's not going to work. Want to play us a little of that? I don't think I have it just just right yet. Okay. It's going to be about four more weeks before the Honky Tonk Man has it just the way it needs to be for Brutus the Barber Beefcake. It's WrestleMania 4. It's Sunday, March the 27th. It's probably the biggest day of my life. It's probably the biggest day in wrestling history. The whole world's going to stop to watch it. They want to see the Honky Tonk Man defend his title against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. They're saying, oh, the people on the street, they're talking now. They're saying, what's going to have no Honky Tonk Man's ducktail? What's going to happen if Brutus the Barber puts him to sleep? What's going to happen to Peggy Sue? What's she going to say? What's my mama going to think about me if I come home with no hair, maybe no sideburns? Not going to happen, Brutus, because Sunday, March the 27th, WrestleMania 4, I'm going to have this tuned up. Have you ever thought what happens if I hit you in the head with this and cut your hair? <laughs> All right, he will be defending his Intercontinental Championship later on. More information about WrestleMania 4. Well, Honky's had some tough opponents in the past, most notably the Macho Man Randy Savage almost each and every night and somehow he's managed to retain the title up until now. But now he has a new challenge on the horizon in Brutus the Barber Beefcake, upcoming in just four weeks' time, WrestleMania 4. Gonna have to wait and see how that one goes down as we roll on more exclusive action here this week. On primetime this week, this time from Topeka, Kansas, February 17th taped, going to see Ravishing Rick Rude defeat the Birdman Coco Beware on a countout. Match goes about nine minutes. Coco winds up leaving the ring to chase Bobby Heenan to the backstage area. Heenan actually stole... Coco's macaw, Frankie, grabs the perch and all and runs backstage with it, forcing Coco to chase after him, causing the countout, allowing Rick Rude to score the win. Now Coco will return with Frankie in hand. Coco back in the ring, clearing the ring of the ravishing one, but he will lose the match and a very similar finish to a match we saw just a couple weeks ago involving the Bulldogs and a pair of Heenan family members. Remember, Heenan had the Bulldogs chase him backstage, causing the countout before the Bulldogs return and clear the ring of Hercules and Harley Race. Very similar finish here with the Birdman and Ravishing Rick. As we continue on, one more soundbite here this week for you guys. Coming out of the matchup with the Birdman and Ravishing One, here's Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. Well, you made a fool of yourself again. <laughs> Not me. Despicable. What did I do? What was you going to do with Frankie? <laughs> well, see, what you didn't see is when Frankie was at ringside, there became something on the floor there. So I just... Took Frankie back to get some newspaper. That's all. I you did. have no business touching that bird well, or touching that stand. There's an old saying, you're only as good as your last bird. Please, will you stop? Coco, you live by the bird? <laughs> Do you die by the bird? <laughs> you won't be laughing come March 27th, I guarantee you. You can laugh now. <laughs> Who won the match? Who won the match? Right. Ravish you, Rick Rude. You he wants to put that miserable... Ravishing Rick didn't beat Coco. You know, that's a diseased bird. It is not. It is. You should have seen underneath that one wing. Oh, that thing's got maybe two, three weeks tops. 
Thing's got some kind of a fungus. You're going to be in for a big surprise because you don't expect Frankie to be at ringside at WrestleMania. You well, don't expect Matilda to be at ringside. When Frankie sees will. me and this and miserable so muck sees me, it's going to be all over for them. Right now, let's take a look at where the WWF is headed. <laughs> so the brain talking about the diseased bird, Frankie, there. Heenan having a lot of fun at the expense of the Bulldogs and Coco Beware as of late. As Gorilla Monsoon encourages him to laugh it up right now, brain, because you're going to be paying for it very soon. As we close out this week's Primetime Wrestling, one more exclusive matchup taped in Wichita, February 16th, the Rougeau brothers. Jacques and Raymond, we haven't seen a lot of them in the last few months. Back on TV, at least primetime this week, scoring a win over the, well, we were talking about it on the house shows, the Alaskans, as they were known for a few matches there on the, on the house show loop. That's Rick Renslow and Dave Wagner, the Rougeau brothers, defeating Renslow and Wagner. Match goes about three minutes. Raymond going to jackknife Wagner after Le Bon de Rougeau from the flying ass attack of one Jacques off the top. The Rougeau brothers successful here as we close out this week's edition of Primetime Wrestling. And we also close out this week's edition of the Wrestling Memory Grenade. And just like that, we have finished the month of February here in 1988. Unbelievable. We are already one-sixth of the way through the year here. The time has flown by. I can't believe that we're already in the month of WrestleMania. Next time we come back, it's going to be all of the last-minute news and results of everything leading in to the big event, WrestleMania 4. Lots of big episodes of The Grenade on the way. Four more weeks of TV before we get to the pay-per-view, including another edition of Saturday Night's Main Event. Can't wait to jump into all of that in the upcoming weeks here. And, of course, WrestleMania 4 around the corner. And, hey, a little birdie told me, and it wasn't Frankie, but a little birdie told me that we may have a few special guests coming around WrestleMania 4 time to share their memories. In fact, one of them... Jamie Ward was actually at WrestleMania 4, and he asked, hey, do you mind if I come on and share some of my memories? Absolutely, Jamie. That's what the show's here for. Can't wait to hear Jamie Ward's firsthand experiences as part of WrestleMania 4. But that's several weeks off right now, guys. First, we've got to begin the month of March before we can get to the end of March and the big WrestleMania pay-per-view. But I want to thank everybody once again for listening here. And hey, guys, if you really like what you hear, and I'm not just saying this. You guys may, this may go in one ear, not the other. And I get that. But I truly mean this when I ask you guys this. If you really like the Wrestling Memory Grenade or any of the other podcasts here on WrestleCopia, it would greatly help the brand grow and also work against the haters out there who try to skew the ratings. I'm talking about heading over to Apple or any of the other streaming podcast apps that you listen to this show on or any of the shows here at WrestleCopia for that matter that offer five-star rating reviews. Please leave us a five-star rating if you love what you hear. And don't be afraid to post a sentence or two telling us why. The star rating's great, but if you add a little bit of information, it's even more helpful. I'd really greatly appreciate any of you guys. If you truly like the product and all the time I put into all of the stuff here at WrestleCopia, please go over and leave us a five-star rating. Greatly appreciate it. I also want to invite everybody once again to stop over to the Patreon account, patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. That address again, patreon.com slash WrestleCopia, the $5 all-access tier. So many gifts for 5 bucks, guys. It's criminal. I'm damn near giving it away. To all of my current patrons, I appreciate your support. To all of those on the fence, give it a try for a month. I think you'll love all the back content. You can go back and check out all the show notes, the watch-alongs, the videos, the digital downloads are a huge hit. And you guys can check all of that out over at patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. And hey, guys, don't forget to follow me on social media for everything going on around here over at Twitter. Well, now it's X. You can find me there at Wrestling Grenade. That's at R-A-S-S-L-I-N Grenade. Also, follow and like me, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And of course, you can subscribe to YouTube.com slash Wrestling Grenade. 
Always a fun time across my social media platforms and beyond. And be sure to stop over to WrestleCopia.com itself, see all the latest episodes of the podcast we're putting out there. And as always, you can listen to everything I put out on your favorite streaming apps. But for now, we're going to wrap it up here this week. Be back next week as we begin March of 1988 in the WWF WrestleMania 4. Not too far away, guys. Can't wait for that. But for now, this is Ray Russell saying from pillar to post and coast to coast. You pull the pin and I'll pick up the pieces right here on the Wrestling Memory Grenade. I'll see you next week. Don't miss it. Be there! Let me tell you, beer belly sharecroppers, one thing. I intend to slaughter, annihilate, mutilate and downright assassinate any poor turkey who signs to get into the square circle with me. I am from the streets of Harlem and all I know is rats and roaches. That's right, because you was there the night that Bad News Brown stepped into the ring and put the ghetto blaster upside that marshmallow head of that idiot who they had me in there with.